Welcome to the Money Love Podcast. I'm your host and money coach, Paige Pritchard. If you're ready to uplevel your results in relationship with money, you're in the right place. Each week, I give you the tools to transform your mindset, manage your emotions, and achieve results with your money you never dreamed were possible. Hi, love. Welcome to episode 38 of the Money Love Podcast. We are trekking forward in our Women and Money series. And I just have to say, you guys are loving, loving, loving this series. I have never received so many positive messages and tags and notes about these past couple of episodes. And I just want to say it is so fun for me to be able to make these episodes and these topics like comparison and indecision and people-pleasing, which on the surface don't really seem to have much, if anything, to do with money. But there are so many dynamics and mental constructs that touch money and our ability to make it and manage it and spend it. And I love connecting these two worlds that I have so much love for, connecting my love for personal development and life coaching, but also connecting that with my love for money. And it just makes me so happy that you guys are loving it as well, because I know in the money and the financial space, a lot of people aren't talking about these things. They're talking more about the how-tos and the actions with money, which after this series, we will get back to more episodes that are more rooted in the how-to. I know you guys really like those episodes as well, but it is interesting just to look at all of these different silos of life and really look at them through the lens of money and what they're costing you and how it's impacting your ability to reach your full financial potential. So I just want to say thank you for all of your kind words for the past couple of episodes. We have a couple weeks left, but today we are going to be talking about one of my favorite topics to talk about and to coach on, which is self-confidence, and specifically the self-confidence that you have around money. So on a confidence scale, one being not confident at all, to 10 being completely confident, right? Like confidence is totally topped out. I want you to think about and answer the question where you fall on that money self-confidence scale. So when I ask you the question, how confident do you feel about money in general, making it, managing it, spending it wisely, how confident do you feel in your ability to do that? And a lot of women that I talk to and I coach, I would say fall on the lower end of that scale, meaning they're below a five. Now, again, this is generally speaking. I know that not every woman feels this way. I do talk to a lot of women who feel very self-confident with money, but I talk to many more who don't feel super self-confident with money. And that is a problem because self-confidence is the fuel that is needed in so many areas of our life to learn, to grow, to explore, and ultimately to figure stuff out so that we can become more skilled in various areas of our life, money and finances included. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about what is self-confidence, where it comes from, and then ultimately how to expand it within yourself with money and really in all areas of life. I am so passionate about coaching women on this topic because I think that Self-confidence is one of those things that really is going to determine whether you're going to rock your life or not, right? Like when you look at people that have genuine self-confidence in themselves, you know that they have either created something amazing or they're about to go out and create something amazing because of that self-confidence that they have within themselves. 
And I think that that is a really powerful thing to know about yourself and a really powerful thing to understand. So that's what we're going to do in today's episode. I always like to start things like in all episodes defining what we're talking about. So let's define self-confidence so that we're on the same page about what we're talking about here. The official definition of self-confidence is a feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, or judgment. Okay, a feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, or judgment. And when I think about self-confidence, I really think about being secure in yourself and also being secure in your abilities. It is trusting yourself and knowing that you can experience any emotion without being harmed. We're going to talk about this more later on in the episode, but it's being rooted in your future potential rather than focusing on your past mistakes. It's just your overall opinion of yourself, your self-concept and your self-image that you have about yourself. Let's start by talking about where confidence comes from. All right, this is important to know because so many people have this wrong. Now, I'm going to go back to our model, which I talk about in almost every episode. So in our model, the CTFAR, circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, results, confidence or confident is a feeling. It's an emotion. And so knowing the model and knowing that confidence is a feeling, it is the F in that CTFAR, we know then that confidence always comes from the mind. It comes from the thoughts you're thinking, the beliefs that you have, and the self-concept that you have about yourself. Now, like I tell you guys with so many different things that we talk about, contrary to how most people think about confidence, but confidence is not something that you are born with. It is not something that is just luck of the genetic draw. It is the same thing that I tell you guys with being disciplined or being decisive. We think about these things, being confident and disciplined and decisive, that these are just qualities that we are born with. We come into the world just being this way. And we talk about confidence very much so in the same way. We'll say, oh, she's so confident, and I'm just not, right? Like it's something that simply falls out of the sky. And maybe you get it, and maybe you don't. Like it's just the luck of the genetic draw. And this is why I love the model so much. And one of the main reasons that the model has changed my life, because when you know that confidence is a feeling, it's an emotion, it's not a circumstance. And when you know that confidence is a feeling and it goes in the F line of our model, then you know what creates confidence is your thoughts and beliefs and your thinking. So if someone has a lot of self-confidence or you look at someone and you're like, wow, they're so confident, then you better believe that that confidence is not something that they were born with, but rather it's something that's being generated by their mind and their brain. It's all happening between those two ears of yours. Now, this is amazing news because what this means is that confidence is available to each one of us. It is not something that you have to be like, well, I wasn't born with the confidence gene. I just don't feel very confident. That's too bad. No, you generate confidence through your thinking. And when we know that all thinking is available to you at any moment, then you know that any emotion, including confidence, is also available to you at any moment. So that is where confidence comes from. It is not something that you either are or aren't. It's not something that you're born with or not. 
each one of you has the ability to be just as confident as the next person because we all have the ability to think the thoughts that are needed to be thought to generate that confidence. Now, I do want to break down the difference between self-confidence and confidence because they are two different things. And in this episode, what we're mostly going to be focused on is self-confidence. The difference between the two lies with where it's being generated from within the model. Here's what I mean by that. Being confident in your ability to do something comes from the actions that you've taken in the past and the results that you have created in the past as a result of those actions. But self-confidence comes from your mind and your brain and how you think about yourself. And it is more so rooted in your future potential. So I'm going to say that one more time. Being confident in your ability to do something comes from the past. It comes from actions that you've taken or results that you've created in the past. Self-confidence is rooted in your future potential. So here is an example that we can think about that will help us differentiate between the two, between Confidence in your ability to do something that's rooted in the past and your self-confidence to do something that's rooted in your future potential. I want you to think about driving a car. So most of you listening to this episode, you have been driving a car for, I mean, at least a couple years, right? Most of you at least a decade or maybe even some several decades. And if I came to you and I asked you, hey, how confident do you feel in your ability to drive a car? You would probably tell me that you feel very confident in your ability to drive a car. Now, why is that? Why do you feel so confident in driving a car? Well, because you've been doing it for a really long time. Your brain has a lot of evidence from the past to look back on and say that you have successfully driven a car hundreds, if not thousands of times, even if there have been some mishaps in the past, right? Even if there's been a speeding ticket or two, or even if there's been a fender bender or maybe even a serious accident, but even with those hiccups along the way, you probably still feel very confident in your ability to drive a car. So that is confidence. There are a lot of things that you probably feel very confident in your ability to do. Maybe you feel confident in your ability to do your job, right? Because you've been there for several years and you recently just got promoted and recognized for your contributions to your company. Maybe you have confidence in doing a certain exercise like yoga or Pilates because you've gone consistently over a long period of time. You've been able to see the progress that you've made. And as a result of those actions, you've lost 20 pounds in the last year. Maybe you have a lot of confidence using a certain software because you use it every single day, and through the use of that software, you've been able to create certain results in your life. But think about it this way. Where is that confidence coming from? It is coming from actions that you have taken in the past and results that you have created through those actions. You know that you can do it. Your brain can point to the past and say, ah, yes, okay, that worked out well. We know how to do this. We're comfortable with this. We are good at this because we've been able to do it and create favorable results for ourselves. So you would probably look at all of those things and say, yes, I feel very confident in my ability to do these things. Now, that type of confidence is very different than self-confidence because self-confidence does not come from actions and results that you've created in the past. 
Self-confidence comes from your opinion of yourself. Your self-image is what generates or depletes your level of self-confidence. Confidence is a feeling, but self-confidence is a feeling of the self. Self-confidence is a feeling of the self, hence the term self-confidence. So self-confidence is believing that you are worthy, that you are smart, that you are capable, that you are strong, that you are competent and good, and then using that self-confidence to propel you forward to build new skills and engage in new activities that you haven't tried before, but because of the self-confidence that you have of yourself, you know that you can do it. You know that ultimately you will find success and you will come out the other end relatively unscathed. And so back to our driving example, when you were 15 or 16 years old and it was time to actually start driving, you probably didn't feel very confident in your ability to drive yet, right? Because your brain had no evidence in the past to look to and say, oh yeah, no, we're a really good driver. Yeah, 100% without a doubt, we can do this well. You didn't know. You didn't know that yet because you hadn't driven a car yet. But it was your self-confidence that you had around yourself that propelled you to start learning. It was the driving force behind you even trying or getting behind the wheel in the first place. You were like, okay, I'm smart. I can tell the difference between left and right. I have good awareness. I have good depth perception. I'm cautious. I'm a fast learner. And all of these things, all of these self-concepts that you had about yourself, it might not have been things that you were consciously thinking about. These thoughts could have just been running subconsciously in the background, but they were there. And it was your self-image that you had of yourself that pushed you to even get behind the wheel of the car to learn in the first place. Again, think about your job. The confidence that you feel today about your ability to do your job was not there on your first day of work. You didn't walk into your company on day one of your job feeling confident because you had no past evidence to point to yet. But your self-confidence and your self-image that you had of yourself to say, okay, I'm good with people. I'm a good communicator. I'm organized. I'm smart. I have this degree. I have this certification that's going to aid in my success here. That self-image and that self-confidence is what drove you to apply for the job, to interview for the job, accept the job, and then ultimately show up on day one to start learning. There are so many examples of this, but what I want you to hear first and foremost from this episode is that every new skill and every new experience that you acquire starts with your level of self-confidence. The more self-confident you are, The more belief that you have in yourself, the more that you will be able to achieve and create because it's the self-confidence that even gets you going in the first place. And that is why self-confidence is so important. So think about it this way. Regular confidence comes from your ability to do something. That's the confidence that you feel from driving or in your job because you know you have the ability to do it because you've done it so many times. So That's where regular confidence comes from, your ability to do something. Self-confidence is rooted in your ability to get the ability to do something, if that makes sense. All right, I'm going to say that one more time because that's so key. Self-confidence is rooted in your ability to get the ability to do something. So everything always begins with self-confidence. And then the self-confidence is what creates 
confidence in something through learning and trying and failing and ultimately achieving the result that you want. Do you see that evolution, right? The evolution of self-confidence ultimately evolving into confidence in your ability to do a skill. So the same thing is true with money. You are not going to just start being confident with money, but that's what a lot of people think. Again, a lot of people think like, oh, you're just good with money and I'm just bad with money. You're just confident with money and I'm just not confident with money. And it's like, no, that's not the way that it works at all. So when someone comes to me and they say, oh, well, I'm just not very confident with money, my response is always, okay, so what, (laughs) right? Like that's not that big of a deal. I didn't start out being confident with money. Nobody starts out being confident with money. But what I'm more curious to learn about is the level of confidence that you have in yourself, in your ability to figure it out. That's what really matters to me. If you don't feel confident over your ability to manage money or make money, it's only because you don't really have any evidence of it yet, which is totally fine because that's what happens when you're starting something for the first time. You're not going to have any past evidence to point to. But it is your self-confidence and your ability to get the ability that's going to propel you forward to create the evidence that you need to become confident in your ability to manage money. And that is so important, and I want to make sure that you really understand this distinction. So self-confidence is a thousand times more important when it comes to your overall success with money and frankly with anything in life than just generally how confident you feel in your ability to manage money. So now that we know that self-confidence is way more important than confidence because everything always starts with self-confidence, let's talk about how do you generate more self-confidence. A lot of women do not feel very self-confident, and they do not have a very positive or healthy self-image about themselves. Again, I'm not saying all women, but I'm just saying generally speaking, this is the case. Now, why is this? Frankly, there are so many inputs and factors that feed into this. First, we don't trust ourselves. We don't know how to manage our mind. And when we don't know how to manage our mind, we feel totally out of control with our thoughts and our feelings. And this leads to undisciplined actions. It leads to us letting ourselves down consistently, not doing what we say we're going to do, which means that we find ourselves out of integrity with ourselves. We are afraid of feeling negative emotion. We are unwilling to feel negative emotion. And so we hide. We don't want to do anything that's possibly going to lead to the risk of failure. We are always questioning our ability because we feel like we have to be doing everything perfectly. Like we talked about last week, we are scared of doing things imperfectly. We're scared of other people's opinions. We don't want to be seen being the beginners. And so we spend a lot of times thinking about ourselves not very highly. (laughs) And I want you to know that your brain is programmed and wired to see what's wrong rather than to see what's right. It's wired for scarcity. It is wired to look at the bad versus looking at the good. Our brains and our world and our environment is designed to keep pushing us farther and farther and farther away from self-confidence. And I point this out to you because I want you to know that self-confidence and your self-image is work, okay? It is hard. It is tough. 
There is hurdle after hurdle standing in your way, trying to trip you up a hundred times a day. And with generating self-confidence, you are constantly fighting against your humanness and your programming and your beliefs and your thinking. And so I just want to point this out because I know that in the era that we live in today with self-help, self-help makes it seem really, really easy, right? Like it makes it seem like, oh, it's just as simple as she believed she could, so she did, right? How many times have we seen that freaking saying in a meme or something on Instagram or on social media? She believed she could, so she did. And it just makes it seem like, oh, it's just so easy. All I have to do is just believe that I can and then I will. And the truth is, I do believe that knowing the model, the belief is what kicks everything off. I do believe that if you have a belief in your ability to do something, you can absolutely make it happen. But it's that first part that's the challenge. That first part that says she believed she could. And that first part is the hard part. It's not so easy. It's not the natural place for your brain to go. And knowing that is important because when you know that, you know that you have to work for it. You have to fight for it. It's not just a given or a guarantee. We have to intentionally practice these thoughts that expand our self-image. We have to practice experiencing and feeling negative emotion. Thinking thoughts that create self-confidence and then believing them is a skill. It's not something that just happens because most of our beliefs that we have about ourselves are deep-rooted. They have been happening for a long time. They are recycled. They just happen over and over. And we don't even realize how much self-doubt and anxiety they're actually producing in us because it's just our normal state of being. It's the way that we've always thought. And even though once we realize, oh, this isn't really serving me, That well, there is a level of comfort and predictability to those thoughts because it's just what you've always done. And so, the first step in this is really getting to know yourself and understanding where you are on this money confidence scale. Do you really know yourself? What is your self concept? And specifically, what is your self concept about yourself when it comes to money, your ability to make it and manage it and spend it wisely? Here are just some very common examples that I hear from you guys and from my clients when I'm working with them. I hear a lot, well, I'm just bad with money. I'm not a numbers person. I'm confused. I don't know how. I'm reckless or I'm an impulse spender. I've never done this before. I'm not smart enough, disciplined enough, savvy enough to figure this out. We say these things like they're facts, but I want you to know these are not facts. These are your self-concept and they are thoughts. They are beliefs. Your brain wants you to believe these things about yourself because remember, your brain loves certainty. It's always going to present things to you like they're facts and that they're true. But you don't have to believe what your brain is serving up to you. I want you to start calling BS on your own brain. Start calling BS on your own thoughts. Do not allow thoughts like that that are clearly not serving you to take up space in your head anymore. Here's what I want you to do specifically when it comes to your self-confidence and self-concept around money. If your money past is not going to be useful for you or it's not going to serve you, then I do not want you referencing your money past when forming your self-concept around money. I want you to think of your brain like a GPS. A GPS does not care where you have been in the past. It only needs to know where you are right now 
and where you want to go in the future. Those are the only two inputs that it needs to do its job. The same thing is true for your brain. So with your thoughts and your self-concept about yourself, my challenge for you is to come up with five beliefs that you want to have about yourself that either you believe to be true right now or you want to be true, and then practice them every day. Like I said, this is work, but it is work worth doing. I want you to write them down every single day. I want you to put them on your mirror. I want you to say them out loud. If you haven't already, go and listen to episode 11. Episode 11 is titled How to Believe New Things, and it walks through this process of going from one thought to another, bridging these beliefs in a lot more detail. I'm not going to get into it in this episode. Go listen to that after this. But you have to practice your self-concept. You have to be intentional about it. So I will share with you five of my favorite thoughts that I love having about myself that has really helped increase the level of self-confidence that I have in myself with money, but also really in any area of life. So here are my five. There is nothing that I am not capable enough or smart enough to figure out. That's one. Number two is I am able and willing to feel any and all emotions. Number three is I have my own back and I do what I say I'm going to do. Number four is my future potential is limitless. And number five, the more I fail, the more I learn and the stronger and more confident I become. Now, you will notice that these thoughts don't have anything to do with money. They have everything to do with me and my ability to figure it out. Remember, that is the difference between confidence and self-confidence. And what I want you to focus on first and foremost is your self-confidence. Because if you're not self-confident, then you will not have the fuel driving you to figure it out and to take the steps necessary to become confident with money. Do you see what I'm saying? It all starts, any result that you want to create in life starts with you having a certain level of self-confidence in your ability to get the ability. So it all starts with your thoughts. I do want to touch on feelings and actions for a second. Feelings and your ability to open yourself up to feeling any and all emotions is another critical component of this. If you are not willing to open yourself up to the uncomfortableness, to the exposure, to the failure that comes with learning new things, you will never learn new things. I'll say this. I haven't always been confident with money. People look at what I do and they think, oh, you must have just been like naturally gifted and always have been good with money. And that's not the case at all. I've just been willing to be really uncomfortable going through the process of making a lot of mistakes, (laughs) screwing up a lot, and figuring it out. Think about it this way. When you first started driving, it was kind of scary. It was uncomfortable. It was nerve-wracking. It was scary. It didn't feel great. But the more that you did it, the more you drove, the more times you got behind that wheel, the less uncomfortable, the less fearful you felt. The same thing is going to be true about money. You don't have to feel confident with money in the beginning. In the beginning, you actually won't. But you have to be willing to feel uncomfortable along the way of figuring it out. If you're not willing to open yourself up to feeling those negative emotions, then you will never take the actions necessary to build that level of confidence. The last part of this is the actions. You're going to have a thought about yourself. It's going to generate a certain emotion within you. 
And then from that emotion, you're going to take action. Now, again, the more action that you are able to take, the more your level of confidence in a certain area of your life will increase, which then is just going to aid your self-image and your self-concept. Do you see how this all is just like one big revolving loop? So, so many times I have people come to me and they say, I would really love to feel more confident around money. And again, what I always try to point out to them is I want you feeling self-confident first. That has to come first. The self-confidence will aid the confidence in money. But if you want to increase your self-confidence, which then ultimately will help you become more confident with money, there's three things you have to do. The first thing is you have to work on your self-concept, specifically around money. If you haven't had much success with money in the past or you don't have any past evidence to point to yet, then use something else in your life. Look at something else that you have been able to figure out in your life and say, you know what? That was actually really hard and really challenging to figure that out. And if I can figure that out, then I can figure money out. No question. Remember, it's that first part in that saying. It's the she believed that she could. But I just want to remind you that that part, that one part of that saying, that is the hard part. That is the hard and the challenging work that you have to be committed to. The second step is to be willing to feel uncomfortable and to feel the failure. You are going to screw up. You might end up making a bad investment. You might end up blowing your budget. But what I always say to you guys and also to myself with so much love and compassion is, so what? (laughs) Right? Like, so what? Oh, well, you made a mistake. Was it really a failure? Or was this actually incredibly valuable because I learned something and I showed myself that failure and embarrassment are simply just emotions that I can feel, I can process, they can't harm me. From those emotions are going to come the action, the action that you are going to take over and over and over. It's the learning and the doing and the gaining that's going to build your confidence. You've heard this, but in the beginning, you're going to be a beginner. You're going to have questions and not know the answers. You're going to have to wobble and stumble through things, and that's okay. Just keep going. Everything that you are an expert in or that you feel confident in right now, just remind yourself that at one point in time, you were a beginner. You've gotten behind the wheel of your car so many times that it seems so natural to you. But just remind yourself that at one point in time, there was the first time that you got behind a wheel of a car, and then the second time, and the third time. Right now, you've done it thousands upon thousands of times, but you've only done it thousands and thousands of times because you once did it the first time, and then the second time, and the third time. Managing your money and getting comfortable and building wealth is the same way. There's going to be a beginning. There is going to be a start. It's going to be awkward and uncomfortable, but be okay with being a beginner. I was a beginner once. So here's an analogy that I want to use to kind of bring this all together. I want you to think of your self-confidence kind of like a flower. Your thoughts and beliefs are the seeds. It is the most important part. Without the seed, the flower is not going to grow. So if you don't work on your thoughts and your beliefs, your self-concept that you have about yourself, about your ability to get the ability, then none of this is really going to matter, okay? So that's the first step. That is the seed that goes into the ground that everything is going to sprout from. 
your feelings and your ability and your openness to feel any and all emotions along the way is the underground root system that is going to anchor everything and make everything underneath the surface really strong and solid. And then the actions, the actions that you're going to take to learn and to grow and to develop a skill, to refine and hone the skill, that's kind of like the water that you pour onto the flower or the sunlight that it needs to help it grow and nurture it and make it really strong. They're all important, but it really all starts with the seed that goes into the ground that everything sprouts from, which is your thoughts and beliefs that you have about yourself. I know it's easy sometimes to listen to these episodes and be like, yeah, 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 I'll do that exercise or maybe I'll get to it later, but I'm serious. Take some time and sit down and think about the question, what is my self-concept that I have about myself with money? And when you look at that sheet of paper, and if you notice that most of the things on there are negative, negative thoughts and beliefs and negative self-concepts, I want you just to tell yourself and come to the realization, I don't have to believe any of this. None of this has to be true if I don't actually want it to be true. And then alternatively to that, I really want you to give some thought to the five beliefs, the five self-concepts that you want to have about yourself that are going to serve and aid in your level of self-confidence and your ability to get the ability. This is such important work to do. I want to end this episode by telling you that you don't have to feel super confident with money. If you work on your self-confidence and you open yourself up to feeling any and all emotions, and from there you take action after action knowing that it's not going to feel great all of the time. Confidence is something that is worked for. It's something that is nurtured and developed. None of us are entitled to confidence. You feeling confident around money has to be earned. It has to be worked for. Some of you think that it should just be given to you, or you think that it's just going to fall out of the sky and into your lap. It's not. It's not guaranteed. You are not owed it. You are not entitled to your confidence around money. It's something that has to be earned. It comes from managing your mind. It comes from feeling uncomfortable. And it comes from taking action after action after action, figuring it out. There's so many things that I look back on with money, and I remember how unconfident I felt. I didn't know how to do it. At one point, I didn't know how to use YNAB, which seems so funny to think about now because I can use YNAB in my sleep. There is no question or issue with YNAB that I cannot figure out and I cannot answer. But it wasn't always that way. There was one point in time I felt lost and confused. But my self-confidence and my self-concept in myself is what propelled me to keep working at it, to get me to the point where I am now. Starting my business, at one point, I had no idea how to make money through an online business or a coaching business. My self-confidence is what inspired me to keep going. Paying off $98,000 of debt, I didn't know how we were going to do it. I didn't know where the money was going to come from. I didn't know the order and how to organize this and how to do it all, but I knew I was smart enough to figure it out. My self-confidence in myself was the fuel that kept me moving forward. This is some of the most important work that you can do. It will touch every area of your life, including money. When you work on your level of self-confidence, you will think more highly of yourself. When you think more highly of yourself, 
you are going to actually start believing beyond your current capacity and beyond your current ability, which is actually going to inspire you to live into your future instead of defaulting to your past, like so many people go through their lives doing. Through this, you're going to set more goals. You're going to take more actions. You might fail more. But again, that's not going to be a problem because you will be willing to embrace the negative emotions that come with taking more action. This all is just going to ultimately increase and expand your humanness and your aliveness, which is what I want for each one of you. So that is what I have for you this week on self-confidence, your self-concept, and your self-image. If you enjoyed this episode, like I tell you every single week, do not be shy about sharing it. Share it on Instagram, tag me, and if you have two minutes, please leave a review of the show on iTunes. I love you all so dearly. My hope and my prayer for each one of you is that you love yourself, you believe in yourself. You may not have the ability yet, but you know that you have the ability to get the ability, and that's the most important part. I love you all so much. Have a fantastic week. I will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Hey, girl. If you enjoyed this episode, I want to invite you to join me in Overcoming Overspending. It's my signature program where I take you through my three-phase approach to stop impulse shopping and overspending so that you can finally start making substantial progress with your finances. Through the self-paced online program, student community group, and live weekly coaching with me, you will receive all the encouragement you need to finally achieve lasting change with your money habits that have been sabotaging you for so long. You'll have money back in your pocket. You will leave behind the stress and the worry that you currently experience with money, and your spending will be controlled purposeful and actually feel good and be fun. The best part is it's hundred percent risk-free. You have a lifetime to implement my proven process. And after doing that, if you don't make your investment back, I will give you a full refund. Your results are guaranteed or the program is on me. Just head over to overcomingoverspending.com to get started. I can't wait to have you as a student within the program.